You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Welcome to episode number one. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. I said going live. Now we're live. See, this is why we need the sign. We need that sign. Boom, right there. Click. Welcome to the Boss Hogger Liberty Podcast. This is episode number 102 of East Central Indiana's favorite podcast. I'm Jeremiah Morrill. Today I'm joined by co-host Mr. Dakota Davis, another co-host named Chase Payton. What's up, Jer? Who's got cookies in his mouth. <laughs> Producer crackers. Chris Guffey. Hello. Today's episode is featuring Mr. Landon Dean, who's a, a man of many hats, uh, vice president of the Knightstown Town Council, um, president of the Memorial Park Board, sergeant of the Henry County Sheriff's Department. So uh, you just do everything. We're going to be talking to Landon about uh, the Knightstown Town Council, some of the stuff they have going on there, how in the world he won as an independent. We're going to find that out. <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk about the future of Memorial Park and talk a little bit about law enforcement and, uh, and maybe get some opinion on the jail. So uh, make sure you stick around to the very end to hear some of that. This show is about our lives in rural Indiana. As always, we promise our episodes are going to be a fun and an easy listen. We're not officially sponsored by anybody, but I will say our friends at Montgomery Steakhouse, I ch- stopped in with them last night. They have three Floyds on tap right now. They do. The uh, Laser snake. No. It's not oh no, zombie it's not. dust. Zombie it's dust. zombie dust. Well, laser snakes another good three Floyd uh, spear. Zombie dust. People used to drive from like two hundred miles around to go get zombie dust, and they have it in Spiceland. It's so a good beer. I feel like we have to mention that. Uh, so we, zombie dust was one of the first hazies. It, it was one of the first beers that was brewed uh, unfiltered uh, with hops, so they didn't filter out the beer after they brewed it, and it gives it kind of that hazy, uh, fruity, citrusy taste and. Uh, Zombie Dust was one of the first ones to do that, and that's why that's why people fell in love with it. So this has been a uh, a, a fun week. We've, we're still celebrating having reached that hundredth episode milestone. Uh, back uh, this is, that was two weeks ago today it was episode one hundred Valentine's yes. Day. Uh, we had Patreon people come by, dropped off all kinds of cool things. We got a gift uh, in the mail today from uh, from our, our guests last week, Jolie Molinero and uh, and Riley. The future Molinero uh, mailed us an amazing gift. We got that. And then just before we went on the air, what happened, Dakota? Well, uh, Mr. Thals came in, uh, not not the county councilman, his son, and uh, said, you know, love what you guys do. You guys are great. It's a family tradition for a big celebratory event to drink Miller High Life, which the, is the champagne of beers. The and, champagne of beers. I remember Bobby Allison driving the uh, the number 22 Miller High Life Buick back in the uh, day. It's a Buick. It's probably a good car. It was. Yeah, I know. That's why I thought you'd care. Yeah. I as a care. Buick owner. As a Buick <laughs> man. So my dad's going to be proud because this is my dad's beer. Uh, he likes Miller High Life a lot, and he always brags about how his favorite beer is the champagne of beers. I don't know if this so. is going to upset Chase over there. You, you, you're a Budweiser man. <laughs> I gave my beer to uh, to young Chris over there. This is uh, it's only one beer, Landon. But this I don't is, drink uh, anything that's not powered by wind, en- wind, <laughs> wind energy. 
This is a hell of a beer. The beer so. itself is powered by wind yes. energy? Yes. Yeah. I feel like I can run faster after I drink it. What about solar, man? You know all about solar after last week's show, right? Yeah, car no key, one we cares can... about solar energy. <laughs> if you got a car key, we can chuck on this. A 32. Oh. <laughs> no, we're not. We are not doing that. Oh. What uh, does... Producer Chris, right here. Got one. No, no, we're not doing that. Uh, you ready? Now, ready what, what are you hold drinking? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What are you drinking, Chase? I've got some milk over here, Jeremy. Why? Why do you have milk? Some bitches challenged me. <laughs> <laughs> so you, this, the way this, this started, this morning, I've been, my wife's been out of town. The lovely Sarah Morrill's been out of town. She's been out of town for work since Monday morning, and I was left eating leftovers and, and living the bachelor life. I'm not used to this. It's been like eight months since I've had to be on my own, trusted to run the house. And I discovered, I discovered that I had an entire gallon of milk that said it was going to expire on February 28th this morning. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm in trouble. So I posted it on the Internet, and a lot of people had ideas. Mike Broyles said, Chase, you can drink it all tonight on the show. But it was 1% milk, and there were people that were complaining about the origin of it, that it was from Walmart. And also that Walmart, it didn't have enough fat. Walmart milk is bad, and it's, it's not fatty enough for you. So you have... Was that full when you started? We've been on the air yes. for three minutes. This is my third glass. <laughs> and let me tell you, I'm starting to fill it. <laughs> but well, we'll have- I prepared for this, and I didn't eat anything all day. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, as long as if you didn't eat anything, uh, because one gallon of, of this whole milk, by the way, which is absolutely disgusting, <laughs> uh, is Dakota delicious. Only, Dakota only drinks almond milk. Uh, I also like walnut milk, and uh, I I don't like cashew milk. It's a one nut milk I won't drink. So hold on, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Just that one. Any other nut milk? Any other totally nut fine. milk you're drinking? Huh? <laughs> yeah, walnut, pistachio, almond, acorn. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hey Chris, that is a huge. If, What's you, up, buddy? if you see me waving towards you, get the trash can. <laughs> I'm about to puke. But this, get the trash can. This yeah. gallon is. 2,400 calories. You watching people play PUBG? I think that was the last video, and then it just rolled into this one. Apparently, uh, Oh, you better watch out for Momo. I don't know what Momo is. (laughs) Momo (laughs) is a wheel. It's a a racing wheel. Mm -mm. That's what I know. Um, Okay, so anyway, we have the champagne of beers here, and... uh, (laughs) <laughs> this is, this is our celebratory. It's uh, this is episode one hundred and two, but it's still celebrating episode one hundred. Jeremiah, uh, dink it and sink it with me. Dink it, <laughs> dink it, drink the whole thing. Dink sink. it and sink it. It's a nice reference, Dakota. You're uh, thank you, uh, Chase. You're supposed to carry Someone's the show as the it. broadcasting professional. You're sp- when we're drinking, you have to be talking. I said that's a nice <laughs> reference, Dakota. <laughs> that's it. Do you uh, do you know what reference? No, I have no idea. You just made. No. Nerd. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the one that's lost. So you've, you're working on Oreos, chicken and biscuit crackers, and a, an entire gallon of whole milk. Yes. I brought the 1% milk. So when you finish that, if you can help me out with that 1%, I brought Oh, yeah. It. I'm going to go for round two. And I brought you some Kahlua and vodka to, to mix things up. Okay. That and might- then you said you would only drink it out of the fanciest wine glasses I had. So I brought four wine glasses. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 128 grams of fat in that gallon of milk. Well, I didn't eat lunch. <laughs> uh, in other Chase Payton news, uh, one of your coworkers, Kirk, uh, Kirk Davis, who works here in Newcastle or lives here in Newcastle, 
he appears to be having the work vacation of your lifetime. I was so jealous when I, I saw the pictures. He's uh, he's in New Jersey. My wife's also in New Jersey. They both flew there when, at the same time. When same he day. took the picture of just the house, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> but when I saw the pictures of inside the house, I was so jealous. What house are we talking about? The Jersey Shore house. <laughs> I told GTL. I told Sarah, I said, you're going to Newark. I said, you can go to Jersey Shore. You can go to New York City. You can do any of this stuff. And every day, Kirk has been like at a, ba- a, 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 a hockey game, a basketball game. He went to Jersey Shore. He did his normal day job, too. Hockey, Sarah's hockey. not going anywhere. <laughs> I don't know. I saw that, and I'm like, oh, man, that you are going to have tangible, <sighs> tangible jealousy. I am. I do some crazy things in that house. <laughs> so before we get any further, we have some people that we want to thank uh, <clears throat> for helping us make it this far, for getting us into the studio. Uh, thank you to our Patreon members who are $50 and up. Uh, Christopher Bilbrey, who is going to be on the show as a guest on March 14th. Brantley Spicer, Christy Avery, Jonathan Phillips, and, of course, Craig DaCosta. Also, uh, Jeremiah mentioned that Riley and Joey sent us an awesome gift from the Amazon wish list. If you would also like to contribute to the show by the, uh, offering us some equipment, then you can go to Amazon.com, search Boss Hog of Liberty, and find our wish list there. Uh, we have we have all kinds of goodies on there. There's a uh, live and on the air neon sign that's on the that's on the Amazon wish list. That would help shielded uh, mic cables. That would help us off with, with the uh, guffy handoff at the beginning of the show. Ever since we got a right. producer, it's been a little clunky here on the front end. You know, I, and I blame America. Just, <laughs> just to be just to be funny, uh, I I added some microphones on there. Uh, the the Joe Rogan Sure SMCBs, I think they're called. Um, this is going to be hilarious. They're four hundred dollars a microphone. Four hundred. Hold on. These, I, there are podcasters out there using four hundred dollar microphones. Do we, can we rock paper scissors? If anybody buys, it, <laughs> can we rock paper Who scissors gets it? for that? Yeah. It's not going to be the producer. I can tell you that. Did you guys? Uh, <laughs> did you listen to the Alex Jones episode? No, I just finished Doctor Phil. So I I don't know much about Alex Jones because I don't keep up with the news at all. <laughs> He's a, he's a weirdo. <laughs> you know who Alex Jones is, Landon? I do not. Do you listen to any podcasts in the car, in the day job? No. Or, or are you just working? Working. Uh, I work at the hospital during the day. So. The right. correct answer, Landon, is yes. I listen to Balls Hogger Living every <laughs> Thursday I do and listen Friday. To that. Yes. Now, so uh, Alex Jones is... Uh, he, oh, is the, he is the host of InfoWars. Um Huge conspiracy podcast and uh, all around internet show because they're he's got a really professional setup and he's made millions off of his show selling he vitamins also is a, and, and crazy talk. Yes, he he sells like <laughs> a super male vitality supplements and, and things. <laughs> what channel was that? <laughs> <laughs> he he is the guy that um, that got banned from all the social media platforms uh, because of his conspiracies. Is it his his Main one that gets him in trouble is saying that uh, the Sandy Hook school shooting was a false flag event. Oh. And, yeah, so, so he was. He's on, really not a good person. <laughs> no, uh, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast, and Joe Rogan was uh, famous for uh, news radio <laughs> for for being on news radio and uh, for Fear Factor and and then uh, some work with uh, with the MMA. Yes. Announcing that, and then his podcast is Fear become, Factor. It's, it's listened to by millions. Do you remember Fear Factor? Oh yeah, yeah. we used to watch I that show growing that up show. every week. So so check that one out. 
Um, so we are we are joined tonight by Landon. Uh, and if you guys uh, want a little bit of Landon's introduction, we talked in the uh, <laughs> the chat is very lively tonight. Uh, it, in the uh, in the Patreon group, uh, if you join there, uh, you'll you'll catch the first ten or fifteen minutes. We were supposed to talk about uh, a dentistry story out of Florida that I thought was fascinating, but it turned into. Uh, uh, mostly Please complaining stop. about uh, getting getting pulled over, not by Landon, <laughs> but by other people, by uh, by Chris and uh, Chris and Dakota. So check that out. Listen, man, I had a taser pulled on me. I I can complain <laughs> about that. All right, I passed a state cop twice. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you gave it away. Now they don't have to buy the cow. You gave them the milk for free. No, you have to listen how it happened. <laughs> uh, Mike Broyles is in the chat making fun of Chase for calling somebody else a weirdo. <laughs> and uh, Jonathan of Juice in the Morning says milk was a bad choice. Ron Burgundy. <laughs> That's a good gif. So, Landon, uh, as we introduced him before, uh, you won the a race for the Ninth Sound Town Council seat. You're, you are now the vice president of the Ninth Sound Town Council, but you won as an independent. You, you've ran as a Democrat in the past, and I think that most people around the county who, have inv- who are involved in politics remember your slogan of split the ticket, which is a brilliant slogan, by the way, because straight ticket voting is such a horrible issue here. It is. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, any challenges that you faced on the campaign trail as an independent or people questioning you. Well, to answer the first question as to why I won, nobody ran against me. So. <laughs> you didn't have to give that away. <laughs> but uh, I've been a Democrat forever, and uh, there was talk that somebody was going to run on the Republican ticket. And uh, Knightstown is, I'm sure the majority is Republican voters. And we decided that for the Knightstown election that maybe I should um, files an independent. So that's what we did. And it worked out. The person didn't end up running against me. I would have won the other way too, but, um, it was, it was a, it was a political move, I guess. And, uh, just to be honest, you know, I, I I've lost a few elections. Um, uh, I've ran for several things. Oh, and, oh, some of us are in that club with you. Yes. Yeah, and, it. uh, you know, I've, I've <laughs> almost won, but you know, almost winning is still a loss. So you still feel good if you almost win, I guess. And I, and I got appointed, I felt lucky. I got appointed to a Republican seat. In, in the in the, the uh, Knightstown the town Knights board town. seat you're in was somebody moved away right yes and so you got appointed and then this is your first term as an elected official yes so I was nervous and I just didn't want to lose I've lost so many and and I know that when you file for run as an independent you don't exactly give up your party status because it really is based on how you vote voted in the last primary so. right we learned that in the uh, in the last cycle uh, because a candidate had run as an independent. Uh, Susan Hoon did. Uh, she ran as an independent for commissioner, and then she was able to run as a Republican for the county yes. council seat and, and won that uh, this last year. Chase, how's milk drinking going, buddy? It's coming along. You are going to be I'm through so that gallon out. in no time. Well, the question, the real question is... is I'm really <laughs> hitting that wall. <laughs> is he going to be able to hold it all down? That's the real question. I don't, I don't even want to think about it. Is there? <laughs> I've tried it. Ah, is there, I, a, is there some it? sort of a breathalyzer for lactose? No. <laughs> but, but I promise you, if he throws up, so will I. So. <laughs> and, and so will the I'll, uh, so <laughs> I'll try to make it to the restroom. And we Do will anything have, for the content, baby. We will have ratings for days. <laughs> <laughs> We're also going to have to mop, yeah. which won't be good. <laughs> which won't be good. So, uh, I guess, uh, tell, me, tell me a little bit about... Uh, what your what your goals are for for Knightstown in this in this first term? Uh, 
what lies ahead for for you guys over there? Well, when I started in the in the other term, I had a year left of the term of the person I filled in, and I have a really good town board down there right now, and that has not always been the case. And and uh, I don't want to be detrimental, but they did some silly things for s- several years. And Sarah and, Ward uh, was very impressive when she was running. I remember about four years ago or two yes, years ago, one of those this cycles. Was her second term. So. Yeah, four years ago, she was very impressive in her in her. Uh, it, I guess her first run, and uh, she she is such a great leader. She's yeah. so honest, and her sense of humor. Some people don't understand, but I love it. I spend half my time on up there laughing at what she says. <laughs> but but uh, and um, you know we we found out we we're a pretty good team. We were moving forward. We changed things that people didn't think we should change, and we changed things to to make them better. And uh, you know I've always been the kind of guy that says, "Why do we do this?" At my work, my bosses will tell you that. But they don't like that. But I got on that town council, and I'm like, why are we doing this? And, and, and I grew up in Knightstown, and I thought, we're just doing things the way we've done them for 50 years for no reason, and it's not productive. It's, 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 it's not what we need to do. And the town's shrinking. It's, it's get, been getting smaller since I can remember. And it's no wonder because there, was, you know, there wasn't anything exciting going on there. So, so and, uh, you guys have made a – I'm going to slide your microphone just a touch over so it helps pick okay. you up a little better. Okay. Um, you guys have made a move with where the town government actually is located. Yeah. Can you tell us about that? Because that was, that was in the news this week. Yeah, we, um, the town hall and the police department has been in the same place since I'm sure the 50s. Um, and it was a little building that was probably nice when it was built, but it, they were overcrowded, uh, all the paperwork and the storage, and, and it, was, it wasn't the best building in the world for what we used it for. And we had the opportunity to go to the old main source building, which was, when I was a kid, the first national bank building right on main street we're really trying to promote main street and the old buildings and the uh the area and uh, we thought it would be a good move if we could somehow it was just a dream at first to to get that building because it was empty and it didn't look like any other bank was going to come in town so now i why couldn't knightstown negotiate as well as newcastle because newcastle got a bank to give them a building and you all had to pay 100 grand that would be nice yes Yes, this building's a lot nicer. Well, I won't say that. That's negative, but I, th- I think it's a little nicer than, than the one that got given. And, um, and it was a dis- different circumstance, too. They left the town completely, and, yep. and, and it would have been nice to get it for free, but that didn't happen. So, so And then the, uh, the old town uh, building is going to become the township building for Wayne Township. Is that right? Yeah, the, the Knightstown Fire Department is um, the Knightstown Wayne Township Fire Department, and they actually rented the fire station, which is attached to this building, that that uh, we're moving out of, and so they paid rent for that building every year, and uh, they're excited. They're going to take over the whole building, and the township trustee is uh, working with them to to make that happen. So they they get more room, and we get more room, and and uh, worked out to be a good thing. So our show, we we obviously are we're based in Henry County, Indiana, and we're we're locally focused, but we also have listeners all over the state and some some it, across the country, and even a little bit international. Uh, tell tell the people about Knightstown. What do you you have? A, you have one crown jewel that people have seen from all over the world. But other other neat things about Knightstown. What you've got? Well, the the big thing you're talking about is the Hoosier Gym. The the movie was filmed there, and I was a teenager when that was filmed. So um, people come to see the Hoosier Gym, and and the they there's a, a nonprofit group that runs that, and they've done a really good job of maintaining it and advertising it. So we have all those visitors, and and Knightstown. Um, I just said that, that one of the bad things is. That, it never changed, but that's all. Also, one of the good thing we still have old buildings downtown. Um, it, it's it's beautiful actually, and uh, there's also another building next to the Hoosier Gym. It's the uh, 
the academy place, which was the old high school and grade school. I actually went to grade school there. It's residences and, now, correct? Yeah. Right? It's, it's, uh, it was converted into uh, residence and, uh, for the elderly and uh, worked out really well. But are you okay? Is there something squeaking <laughs> over here? I heard something. Those are my new shoes. <laughs> <laughs> but the good, the, uh, that building was recently purchased too and is getting renovated. So um, with this new town council, uh, you probably heard of Roger Hammer. He's on the town council and uh, he's really knowledgeable about the economic development stuff. And, and uh, he's led the way to, to develop our own economic development. We've had a study done to tell us what we needed to do in Knightstown, and uh, it's nice to see it in paper because we all assumed that things needed to be done. And the, and the big thing is the residency. You know, we, we have a lot of rentals and a lot of empty places and a lot of empty lots. So we decided to move forward trying to figure out how to fill those empty lots. And when people wanted to build a house, we want it to be, be we want them to want to build there. You know, so the school system. You got a, a brand new high school, t- fifteen a, years old, ten yes, years old. It's really nice. The school system is ran well, and and uh, they have a really cool superintendent right now. He, I've seen him more than any superintendent I ever remember. And he gets involved in the community. He's involved in the economic development stuff, and he helps out a lot. So, so, and then you've had some uh, some infrastructure investments as well in the town. Your water treatment plant. You've been working working on improvements over there. We have, and uh, we did something that I think the others may have, may have been afraid to do was we signed a, a 10-year contract, a maintenance contract. And uh, we pay a certain amount every year, and everything that goes wrong with that, any maintenance that needs done, it's covered. Before, what we've done is we've, we've thrown the least amount of money at it to fix it in the least way uh, for years. If there was a patch needed to be done, they would find the cheapest way to do it, even though they knew it wouldn't last long, and we were always doing things over. So we've... Uh, I think the company's name Leary or something, some, Leary or Weary, something they, they've contracted with us. So we don't have to worry about that for 10 years, and we've got it in the budget, and we can afford it. And awesome. in the long run, I think we're going to save a lot of money because little preventive maintenance goes a long way, doesn't it, Dakota? It does, yes. Maintenance is important. <laughs> uh, I am a maintenance man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think one of the leaks, they've thrown like $50,000 at twice, I'm guessing on that amount, but and then it leaks again in a few years, so... This spring, they're going to start working and get it fixed up the way it should be. We had a water filter system that you might have heard on the news. People were complaining about the, the orange water, and it was terrible. And, and we found out that it was because there's three huge filters under the ground that all the water goes through that's supposed to be maintained every so years, so many years, and they'd never been maintained. They'd never been cleaned. So they failed, and that cost a lot of money to fix them. But now those are fixed, and there's a maintenance program set up for that. So we don't have to worry about that again. Okay. So you've got... It running at nice town has what two thousand people fifteen hundred people what's the uh, a little I think twenty two hundred is the last so it, it's a you have different struggles than Newcastle does but you still have uh, water sewer you don't have an electric company you you, you don't have you do. they've Very always had an electric company until uh, this year okay and they had a the water system and the water the water department was always running in the hole and. Um, they rearrange how they they charge and they collect the bills and what they spend the money for. Uh, we have an amazing town clerk. Uh, her name's Beth Huffman, and she's a CPA, I believe, and owns a business doing that. And she's guided us in the right direction on the money. And so we got the the water problem fixed, and we, the water company or the water division, whatever you want to call it, they actually have money now. They're operating uh, within their black, means. So. And how does uh, how does trash get picked up in in your community? Uh, that's something that we probably should look at someday. We don't, we're not involved in that at all. So uh, our roads are in bad shape, and part of that might be because there's four or five different trash companies that come and pick up for different people. 
So every day or during the week, we have five different companies coming in and the big trucks picking up neighbors and passing a, a, a house and going to another neighbor. And it causes for a lot of traffic, but it's just whoever somebody hires is who comes. Just as long as you guys can stay up with the toters, unlike Newcastle has. So that's, we that's, just blame that on Aaron Dickin, though. The, the discussion I've had I'm is, you know, I, I, work, I live, uh, live in White Estate, so I'm just outside of city limits. So I have my own trash service. I hire Big B, and there's two or three other companies that service our area. Uh, but when I have a problem with my trash toter, I call them and, hey, it's fixed the next day. Where in Newcastle, they've had problems where they can't get their toters replaced for a year or two or you don't, you have a broken lid. Four you can't, years. You can't well, do anything. I can guarantee you we'll never go into the trash business and collecting money for them, but it, I don't think it would hurt to take a look at maybe contracting with one and getting a better price for everybody and, and doing it that way. But that's not even on the table right now, but I look at that in the future and I think all these – I mean, when you see all these trucks going down the road every day, it has to be hard on the roads. Do you, uh, do you have a, a road program that you have to maintain as well? So you apply for federal funds or your county, county or state funds to, to maintain your, your asphalt? Yes, and uh, one of the things that our clerk did, and I don't know the proper name for it, but there was an uh, advantage or an opportunity through the state for matching funds. If, Community if crossings maybe or something yes, like that. Yes, if we, if we, if we, uh, it was a twenty five seventy five, and if we went over a certain amount, they would even uh, do more. So we saved some money from last year and moved it over. So our match could be higher this year. And we're probably going to get the, the more money for roads than we ever have. And, and we, we did pretty well last year and we're catching up some things that needed to be done. So, and then do you do, do you have just local contractors do the work or do you have your own town, town uh, crews? How do you, com- how do you do that? When it comes to the paving, we take bids or, or quotes, whatever the proper word is, and, and see who can do the work the cheapest and, and who has the best reputation. We, we fix places, but we don't pave. You're so. not in the road construction business. Yes, no. Is, uh, is anyone else getting the chills? <laughs> <laughs> or is it just me? Uh, what, uh, where are we at? I can't quite see the gallon. That's the same glasses when you asked him before. So, yeah. It, it looks, <laughs> He's slowing down. It always. looks pretty low, though. I'm starting to struggle, man. You've got a, a little milk mustache there, buddy. Do I? I'm just going to leave it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably have a puke mustache here in a second. As long as it's not projectile. We'll be fine. <laughs> Landon is very nervous. <laughs> he is very nervous. So, Landon, let's talk a little bit about your role at, at Memorial Park. In the, uh, in the time that we've been trying to arrange for Landon to be on the show, he's been the president of the Memorial Park Board. He's been off the Memorial Park Board. <laughs> and now I assume you've been – have you been re-sworn in as president? I or have. You, you reorganized and you're president again. Yeah, they, uh, they, some, they, the board elected me president again on the first night back. So, yeah, politics I've learned. You know, I, I've always worked in, in, in government, but as, an, as a worker bee, and in the last couple of years – I've been involved with a couple different councils and stuff, and I never realized how vicious and, <laughs> and some of the consequences that can happen. You can get fired and rehired from a volunteer job on a whim, man. I, know. I, I, I said earlier before that I've never worked so hard for free in my life, <laughs> <laughs> except for myself, you know, when I'm doing something. But it's been a rough time since I've been on the board, but it's it's been rewarding, and, and uh, I was quite shocked when I got taken off at the end of the year, but... Everything happens for a reason, I guess. So, tell us about uh, about your experience uh, on the Memorial Park Board. You've been uh, you wound up being the person that was appointed to replace me when I yes. when I, when I went off the board. You you filled out the remainder of my term, so I had a four year term. You served about a year, and then and then you were just reappointed. Uh, in that time, you've had some some improvements or some some changes have come in the park. 
Well, I can't believe, and, and again, I didn't have a real good perspective when I first started because I didn't know where everybody had been, but when you look back what the park was and what they've done in the last two years, I cannot believe the, the enhancements and, and the people that are getting involved, and we owe it all to the, the volunteer groups and the nonprofit groups that got involved and raised money and, and, and motivated people to do things, and, and some of the things weren't so popular, but uh, they've definitely moved forward, and, and the park is in the, in the center yeah. of everybody's that eyes. That big duck hunt you had, nobody liked it at all. It was just a bloodbath, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> Seems like nobody aimed for the ducks. It was just the geese. Yeah. Those poor geese. But the, you know, I was really scared because I, I got put on to replace you, and then at the first of the last year, they, they made me present when Chad left. <laughs> And my first meeting as president, you guys were here with the cameras. <laughs> channel 59, Channel 13 was all there, and, and we had a, you know, about, what, 40 or 50 people in yeah, there. And I, you walked right we were into just there a to, bear trap. <laughs> oh, it was, I was like, this is how I'm going to spend my first meeting. <laughs> my first meeting on, on the board was also probably the biggest one I had, and I had 40 or 50 people in the crowd. It was, there was a big conflict over the Saddle Club fees. The, the, bo- the previous yeah. board had increased fees, and it, yeah, it was, uh, it was trial by fire. It, you know, it settles down eventually. But I was pretty naive because my goal was to have everybody get along. And that first year was pretty tough doing that. So <laughs> I want you to know I had your back the whole time. Thank you. I appreciate it. I was a big supporter. <laughs> Thanks. I will say, like, in, like, when the weather's nice and I can actually drive around, like, by Memorial Park because I take Suffer Road into work. You did a pretty good job driving it, around that cop today. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say... It's very nice to see the doughboy waving at me as I drive by it. <laughs> Thank you. He's waving. He's waving. He's waving. Yeah. It's beautiful. <sighs> now, now, before we get to... I, I do have a question. So, we have the doughboy. We have other... There we go. <laughs> no, no. Okay. This, this is like a legit question. Okay. We, we have other veteran mon- monuments. Why is there not an OIF, OEF? And what, what do we Operation have? Enduring Freedom. Iraq and Afghanistan. Iraq. Oh, they're working on that. There's actually a group of people that, that are working very hard towards that, and I don't know the details, so I don't want to say much about it. But, um, yeah, that, that's going to happen. I'm confident that they're going to have a nice memorial for that and uh, for all of those conflicts. So it's coming. And you guys are awesome. you're, you're taking the Smith Building. It's in the middle of a rehab. Uh, it's going at the speed of government, so it's taking some time. A few setbacks, yes. But the uh, the downstairs area the basement or the walkout basement of the smith building has been turned into a uh, a veterans museum right and it's and not had- just one war it's all conflicts so uh, what he was talking about there will be an area and can be an area and it's going to be changing there won't be a lot of permanent things in there but there will be um uh cubicles or kiosks whatever you want to say where we can sh- uh have veterans come and, and tell their story and put pictures and have their artifacts in that area or um if you have a family member, they, you could have it put there, and you can have a video. Am I saying too much? No, you're doing okay. great. No, okay. you're doing you're good. Doing I was right. pointing at Chris okay. because uh, he said veterans can put uh, put their own stories in there. Chris served, and I was like, there you go, Are buddy. you a veteran? Uh, a yeah. video. Yeah. Well, I expect you out there in a kiosk when we get started. That's so. what I'm saying. You, you, you send the invite, and we'll be there. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of naysayers about that, too, and a lot of people say well, that won't. That won't happen, but you know what? I think it's going to happen, and we had a, and a it's needed. A so. big event last last week, Thursday of last week. There was a big dinner out there, right? Yes, the uh, that was a dinner for veterans to get their ideas and, and and other goals, and it went off really well. I wasn't there; I was at a town board meeting in Knightstown, but um, 
all accounts that went really well. So last Thursday, there were like five things happening. There was the this this we we had our show. The uh, most important. The, they had their the the big dinner over there. They had the uh, the soil and water dinner was at the uh, the gathering. Ninth Town Town Board Ninth meeting. Ninth Town Town Board. The was, State of the City address by the mayor. I'm, I'm telling you, man. The Thursday last week was like people need to pl- start planning around us. We should have a a, yeah. a common calendar. Yeah. Getting, we are the media. <laughs> we are the media. <laughs> we're getting double double booked by the uh, the city council, the county council. What well, you were at the county council meeting? That's why you were late, Guffy. What, yeah. Uh, anything uh, happen over there tonight? Oh, it was getting <laughs> so fiery, man. It was beautiful. So Aaron Dickin, who is city councilman, um, they they brought him in because the city wants to join the Eastern Indiana Regional Planning Commission. The county council turned them down at their January meeting. Yeah, meeting. four three a nay. Um, one of the main issues was financial, and they also wanted to do a little more research to see if maybe we could see if that was the best interest for us. So, well, we've had a month now. Um, the The city wants to join, but they can't without the county. You have to join as a county. So the city, uh, last I heard, I'm not, don't hold me to the fire, but the city is willing to put in their 40 cents per capita, which is like $7,032, bringing the total for the county to 11000 and some change. And if Knightstown would kick in their share, man, it'd be like under ten grand. <laughs> well, what, uh, what, I'm hearing, what I'm hearing is they have approached somebody from Knightstown, and Knightstown wants to learn a little bit more about it to see if that's in their best interest. Did they do it at public meetings? Because we don't like these backroom deals that try to go on all the backroom time. Backroom shenanigans. <laughs> Corey Murphy. <laughs> But no, so, <laughs> but no. So, so, but you said that the that the county council did vote again, right? And well, it, that's that's what I'm getting from my informants in my backroom shenanigan dealings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that they, they at first they voted again and they they noted again because there was a county councilman that had some backward figures. I don't know where he got them from. Probably the calculator. But, <laughs> um, he had some backward figures, and he wanted the city to pay fifty percent of the eighteen thousand because he thought the city. It's just Newcastle, like Trump level negotiations, man. If they can get the city to pay for the whole thing, and the county just has hey, to say yes, it sounds like they're just hey, they're just expert level negotiating. And it's they, the like, art of the deal, like President Trump this morning. Sometimes you just have to walk away from Kim. It, it's true. Sometimes <laughs> you just got to walk away. But. Um, so, the yeah. Korean leader, not the other guy. <laughs> I know, I know. Landon, you've worked too long in the sheriff's department, <laughs> man. Like I don't know. Ounces. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, they um, want, he wanted the city to pay half, which is fifty percent, which is ridiculous because the city of Newcastle does not make up fifty percent of the population of Henry County. Well, when you count the jail population, though, the prison population, no, that, that doesn't do it. No, because you take oh. three. There's only three thousand of those. <laughs> So it sounds uh, to me like uh, there are certain members of the county council that want the incorporated townships to kick in to uh, pay for it so that they don't have to. Yeah, and I, but the but the last county budgeted the eighteen thousand dollars already for it, so it's already in the budget. And council president Susan Hoon, I saw uh, uh, her talking on a Facebook post that she originally voted no. But she's definitely open to changing her mind, is what she said, as long as she could get some input from uh, other towns, such as Knightstown and Middletown, and places Knightstown, like that. Knightstown, Middletown, so. Spiceland, Newcastle, and Kennard. 
I can tell you, Spice was on Don't let board. Bluntsville off the hook. Those the, guys have got a pony well, up, too. I almost got pulled over in Kennard again today. <laughs> Past thing, same cop car. And I was like, oh, no. And I looked at my speed limit, and I was going like 34 and a 30. And I was like, and then he, he started he started moving, and I was like, I'm screwed. <laughs> but he, he pulled over another person. <laughs> Close yeah. call. So those top five were approached by Councilman Malico because they would have a board seat representing Henry County because they are the five largest incorporated communities in Henry County. So the, the first more thing for you to volunteer for Landon sure is buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Let's put that hat on. So they, they voted again, um, failed again, four to three. And then I had to leave to come here to my beautiful people, my beautiful, beautiful people. And then, um, as I was sitting here, I got more notifications from other backroom shenanigans that they took another vote and that it was four to three that they would vote, would, would join if the city pays their fair share. Who is the lone dissenter? What is Who, the fair share? I, I it's, it's just like Bernie Sanders and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez <laughs> talking about hey. the millionaires and billionaires. <laughs> hey, they have Jeremiah, to pay their fair share, but we don't... If there's you no have to ask number. how we're paying for it, you're morally not right. <laughs> All right. Don't ask how we're paying for it. <laughs> All right, back to, back okay. to Grill and Landon. We're going to get them on this one. All right, hold on, hold on. Are you Landon, okay, everybody? I got a couple questions for you. Hey, there we go. Okay. If someone commits a crime, <laughs> how long are like? What are the statutes of uh, limitations? It's according to what the crime is. Now I'm not a lawyer, but it's okay. according to what the crime is. So you, we'll well, right, we'll like, start with this: if you drunk drive home, say but you shut the garage door, you're home safe. <laughs> like, let's say I, I'm not say, I'm not going to name names, but if a person gets pulled over when they're 18, and he has a person who is 17 in the co- vehicle. And that 17-year-old might have cigarettes on him, but he hands them to you to hide <laughs> so he doesn't get in trouble. <laughs> what do you think the statute of, statute of limitations are on that? You know, I don't know, because that would just be an infraction, so I'm not sure. I don't, I don't <laughs> think, I think he, he would probably still to, get you for that. I don't think he'd go to jail for that. <laughs> okay, good. But I could, <laughs> it, was, it was his cigarettes. <laughs> How are they mine? I couldn't pay for them. <laughs> I don't you, know. I don't know how you got him, Dakota. Are huh? you drunk on milk tonight, buddy? I might be. I don't know. What day did that happen? Seventeen. I'll check for you. Um, see, that was a long time ago. That was almost eight years ago. Oh, you're fine. Oh, <laughs> was it eight years ago? Pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting old. We're old. Zach Bertram says we might see our very first arrest on the show if Chase starts confessing <laughs> to crime. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, so. Back to back to the Memorial Park deal. So you have uh, a new generation of governance coming to the park. That's the, are you talking about the governance committee? The, the well, possibility of the, it? there's yes. there's talk of, and this is going back to two and a half years ago when the expo was approved. That the commissioners and the council and the park board said, "Hey, we want to study governance of the park." So in that time we've continued to govern the park with five five board members by state statute because it's a war memorial right. and it says you're going to have five five people that are appointed by county commissioners there's a study that's starting now that the hope initiative is going to be involved in it's supposed to last 9 months or so mm-hmm. but at the January commissioners meeting when you were reappointed you also got some new park board members that are non-voting as i understand it three and one has since quit 
So okay, because the meeting's conflicted. It's uh, there he goes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. There's ice in there. You need some ice. You need some more cups. We <laughs> we're doing a serious show, buddy. You're gonna dirty all of my glasses. You're a horrible, horrible person. All right, continue. So, so you've got a, a board of five voting members now, and then three additional members. How you've had one meeting so far? How is that going to look, and how's that going to? How's, you know, how do you expect that to work? You know, everything happens so fast and without explanation. That was my first thing when everybody showed up to the meeting. I didn't know what the advisory board's roles were, what we should have them do, where they should sit, where they should be at our meeting. I don't. I didn't know what the what their goals are. So we're working that out. I'm not sure. They're really. Uh, nice people, and and they want to be involved, and and I'm looking forward to working with them. But I don't know what their their goal is going to be. I feel like he's going to spill milk, and then somebody's going to cry over spilled milk. Happen, I'm not. I just want to dirty off horrible. <laughs> <laughs> You're horrible, horrible, horrible people. This is. I, I know that you were expecting a professional radio show, Landon. So I, no, I've, I, I've seen it this before. Is, I was, this I'm is fine. what you get. But I would. There's <laughs> trash cans moving around. I'm excited what? to. <laughs> Be here except for the throw up. It's like stupid human tricks tonight with Chase. <laughs> I'm amazed that we ever have any guests at all, honestly. You're turning full heel. I'm a badass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to okay. start with a small one. Ignore this. Ignore this that's happening on the right hand side of the camera. Uh, let, keep talking to, let's keep talking to Landon about now, that. Now, Landon, ha- what, what's something that we can do to help like modernize our parks? Like, well, do we want it to be modernized? I don't. You have to explain to me what modern. I would. Uh, okay, so with modernized, I whenever I wrote the show notes and I put this in here, um, there was talk by some uh, people from the Hope Initiative. I think it was uh, that they were looking at putting QR codes on all of the all of the oh. memorials in the park so that like kids could go around to them and scan them with phones and stuff and see them. So that's what I was talking about. I didn't know if there had been I don't know how it's going to happen that. yet, but I'm sure it's going to happen. And uh, the, the, the cool thing is if they had that, they wouldn't have to have a, somebody walking around telling you what all the monuments were for. There should be a map that will guide them around to those different things and tell them what they are. And inside the, the new museum, they'll have the same thing. So that, that modernization, yes. And, you know, it would be nice if, if the schools in Henry County would come there for a field trip. I would imagine it would be uh, an attraction for more than just Henry County schools. I mean, I, I really think that making the park with a museum and being such an interactive place. Uh, Have you been to the museum downtown here? That's an amazing place, too. So I think we could market that. You know, Instead I, of driving to Indianapolis, go to that museum part of the day, come to our museum, our yeah. new museum, see the, the, the memorials, understand what they are. You're talking about the Gross about. Museum. The, What's that? The Gross the William Henry Gro- County, the, the Gross Home, yes, yeah. General Gross, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, um, we went there, or I went there. I, I guess we live streamed the uh, the range the Rain Tree County dedication that was uh, last summer. Um, that's a really cool place, really that, neat place inside. I met a fellow. I'm not sure if he runs it or what. If he's in charge, but Mr. Ingram, he's been to a couple of our meetings, and he was instrumental. Gene Ingram. Uh, in, yeah, Gene, uh, and redoing the cannon that's out there, and he worked really hard on that for several so, years. So the the Krupp cannon is a World War One cannon that was captured by General Bundy. Yes, uh, who uh, Bundy Avenue in Newcastle is named mm-hmm. after. He's a, a local guy, uh, and it was captured in in World War One, and eventually in the forties or thirties, it made its way to Henry County, 
and it's it had sat in the same location for over 50 years 60 years and it under under like a three to four year restoration at magna tool so right. it came back fourth of july last year and they fired it it was pretty it was cool. awesome <laughs> it really was cool. awesome it was very impressive landon what would i have to do to get a statue of axel rose in <laughs> memorial park <laughs> um indiana legend is axel he a veteran He's a veteran of rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just one person on the board. You'd have to bring that out. But. You're the president. But you hold all the power. <laughs> it's the executive. You're yes. going to make an executive order. You just have to declare an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But, you know, I was, I was involved in the Leadership Academy, and we went around and we visited every nonprofit thing in Henry County, and there's so many things for people to see here, and those field trips with the Geyer House in Louisville, the Wilbur Wright Memorial, everything that they have here in Newcastle. We need to get together and work with those people and, and, and organize some kind of tourist thing. So we, yeah, it, we, we've talked about it before. I don't know if we've talked about it on the show, but uh, it, it, people will talk about Newcastle and Henry County and like a, a lot of people leave here after they graduate high school and they, they typically don't move back. Some of them do. Some people stay here like me, but and Chase, yeah, uh, and Chase. I've moved back and forth like two or three different times. Chase, <laughs> Chase lived in Virginia, Florida. Uh-huh. Moved back, Clinton. moved back to Florida, yeah, and, and, a- and nothing beats Henry County, does it? You just no, love the winners. I, I love it so much. But we really, <laughs> we really do have a lot to offer. We've got one of the largest county parks in the state of Indiana. We have two state parks in our county. Uh, Right, Mount Summit and Westwood; those are both uh, state parks. No, right uh, Summit Lake is a state park. Westwood is a; it's not a state park; it's a conservation district park. Is it? It's but it belongs to the Big Blue River Conservation District. Really? Yes. So it's not a state park. What's, ah, the, what's I the difference? It a state park. It's not a state park. Then we have it's the Wolverine. Right if you have a state park pass, it doesn't get you in. Well, gotcha. Westwood is is its own thing. Yeah. Then we have the Wolverine National Wildlife. Res- that's yeah. a state uh, state hunting ground. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, yeah. Province Pond is state hunting ground as well, or state ground. So DNR controlled, but uh, Westwood, yeah, it's not a state park. It actually has we nothing know, to do with. We the know state. Senator Mike Kreider; he can pull some strings in the DNR for you, Chris, if you need to. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we we really do have a lot to offer in Henry County. Uh, Jeremiah talked about it a lot on the campaign trail that we live that he lives here on purpose, and I think that. If we could, if everybody in the county could do a better job of showcasing the things that we have, and it's very obvious by the amount of things that you are involved in that you really believe in it too, but doing a better job of, of showing everything we have, it, just making people aware of it. Yeah, we need to do, I guess marketing would be the right thing and, and let everybody know about all these things that could happen and, and organize the field trips. And, and it's really nice when I live right on the, I live a block from the Hoosier Gym, and on a daily basis, tour buses come from Indianapolis or everywhere else and with loads of people to come to see that. And, and, and our own local people don't even know how cool that gym is, but people come from all over to see it. Big-name people are there all the time. so It's I, phenomenal. It's on ESPN. It's I a, can actually say I've never been to that gym. You've never been, huh? Landon, if I come, will you give me a tour? Well, I will take you there and let the professional people that know <laughs> what they're talking about talk to you. But <sighs> Yes. Oh, perfect. You, want to you can play basketball there, too. Landon, will let you do it right along, maybe. Ooh, can I? <laughs> yeah. Can I turn on the sirens? 
Sure. <laughs> you got a new car, by the way. Only if it's behind Chase. A what? A new, a new, I did, new, new yes. county car. This is the first marked car I've had in 20 years because I've always been the sneaky snake under my... <laughs> 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 oh, so you're that guy. Yep. <laughs> now that's Matt Pierce, who is a... Dirty cop. He, he drives the unmarked <laughs> SUV, but... Um, He's also a, a, kind of in charge of Spiceland. He patrols Spiceland, which is where I live. Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm just waiting for the day that I don't see him parked in the church parking lot, <laughs> and he catches me rolling through that stop sign right there in front of the old school. <laughs> there is, that's not the worst stop sign in the county. The worst stop sign in the county is the one on the south side of Greensboro. Oh, for oh, sure. That is oh, yeah. I, I want <laughs> that gone instantaneously. I, I think some just a, like we wanted to reopen 14th Street by just taking the barricades. I think a couple of heroes could just pop that stop sign out and take it home, and nobody would nobody would cry. There was the we're not condemning that act. But if you do, <laughs> uh, they'd be heroes. Well, heroes. after they redid that road several years ago, twenty years ago, probably now people would Pike. really go flying through there and wouldn't slow down because it's a highway. It looks like a highway, right. so that's why they put it there just to get people to slow down. I mean, one of the stop signs is a man's driveway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Mr. Uh, Dalton. <laughs> I know what <it's> <laughs> It is the so that and then you being a Knightstown guy, you would go to Carthage quite a bit, I'm yeah. sure over time. In Carthage, just rolled into town, the Knightstown Carthage Railroad used to exist, and then we had the stop sign there at the railroad tracks for a train that ran twice a weekend. Uh, and now that train is finally gone, and mercifully that stop sign is gone. So now that the Carthage stop sign is gone, if the Greensboro one can go away, I think, uh, man, I think it'd be good for business. You just it'd be it'd be like living in a free land. Just for the record, I missed that train. So I know it was, uh, but I, I, they didn't need a stop sign. No, <laughs> <laughs> or they needed a, a Saturday and Sunday stop sign only. Yeah, I agree. When I was a boy, that train went all the way to Carthage. It was the CKS, and it was just the KS. And then it, then in night sound, it just said thanks, Obama. They blamed. Uh, <laughs> I didn't like that sign. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's it was uh, obviously it was Team Donkey's fault. Yes. It so, was, yes. so uh, talk, speaking about stop signs and blowing them and possibly stealing them, uh, why uh-huh. did you decide to become a police officer? Oh, I don't know. I always that's all I ever wanted to do since I was a little kid. I always had the little play badge and the toy gun that I'd probably be in trouble for now if I walked. In. <laughs> but I always had it. I just kind of knew that's what I was going to do. And uh, my parents talked me into not doing that because it was dangerous and and uh, didn't make a lot of money. So. I decided to teach. I tried that for a year, and that was dangerous anyway. So then I had the opportunity to, to uh, start in the town of Shirley as their town marshal. So I did that. I'm glad I did. So where did you teach? What's that? Where did you teach? For one year, I, uh, the Indiana Soldiers and Sailors Children's Home, there the uh, Burl Foster, had a, he was a teacher there, and he had a heart attack and had to take the year off, and I just filled in for a year. So I wasn't permanent, but I did do that for most of the school year. And it was a challenge because I was teaching some things that I didn't ever even had a class on. So <laughs> I was filling it for him. So very interesting. And then he started as a, a was it a, a as a town marshal? Was that a full time deal? Or did I you- started as a reserve, and then in 1990, I was hired as a the marshal. Okay. So the, the the reserve program is really neat. Uh, it's a really neat program that we offer, and uh, I think it's awesome, especially from our my uh, libertarian side of me. I think that. I think that having the reserve program for police officers is is not a lot of people know about it, and I think it's a, a really, uh, really a shining star of our county uh, because those guys put in a lot of work. They put a, a lot of their own time and their money and effort into it, and and they don't get paid for it. They're just there to help. 
Sheriff McCorkle, uh, two years ago, put me in charge of the reserves, and I thought I'd done about everything. I've been on the SWAT team, and I'm a dare teacher, and everything has been exciting. I don't have any regrets, but I started that to be their coordinator. And I'll tell you what, that's been the most rewarding thing that I have done. And those guys do come in. They work for nothing. John Phillips is one of our yes. uh, one of our supporters here, and he's uh, he's one of your reserve deputies. Yes, and 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 the the we've doubled in in numbers, and uh, those guys just fill in shifts. And you know, we have one guy off hurt now. We have one guy in the military. We have a guy in the academy. And if it wasn't for those reserves, we would really be working short. They truly truly make our force uh, doable, and and it's makes us all much safer and they help out with big events so you know when you have the fourth of july those guys are out there yeah. in, in in force i don't know if you guys know about it but the coolest thing about the reserves right now not the same thing about the other reserves but did you know about the intern program from ball state university no uh three years ago we took four started taking interns and in their final year their criminal justice major they come and i'm their instructor and uh so they spent a whole semester, and we put them through reserve training and the state requirements and a little reserve academy, and then they go out, and they're actually reserves. And when they graduate from college, uh, they're Henry County Reserve people, and, and, and they stay around even after. The, we had four last year, and they're all still here with the exception they all just got jobs. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it, it is competitive for departments to hire people. Obviously, it's something that Henry County struggled with retention. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad is on the merit board in Rush County. And they just went through their process trying to fill some spots. And I think they had six applicants show up, and they couldn't get any to the point where they could hire them. I know. I heard that. They, yeah. they had uh, five or six that were different physical. They're, it's not easy to pass what, the uh, what, pass what, the exams. What is a, the physical exam? The physical exam, um, 27 push-ups, I believe, 27 set-ups. How um, long? A mile and a half run and, I don't know, 16 minutes or something. It's been a while since yeah. I took one. but. Uh, <laughs> Oh, what else? Oh, and a vertical jump. When I went to the academy, you had to bench press your weight. Well, it wasn't bad then because I only weighed 165. But <laughs> what's your uh, what's, what's the vertical? Oh, uh, like three and a half feet. Can I, you? I don't know. <laughs> LeBron <laughs> I don't, James. I don't know the do details. This. I should, but I don't. You want to do it, Guffy? Hell no. Somebody. <laughs> so okay. I, I hey, actually, what? I actually called the sheriff's department and inquired about applying to be a reserve. Why don't you do uh, that? Three years ago. You wouldn't be able to talk to any of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mike says a gallon I'd, of milk. I'd have to, to have Sean. I'd have to have Sean Rao with me there just to have conversations. <laughs> to have your, your attorney present. <laughs> You'd have to shave, too. You'd have a beard. Yeah. But it, three years ago, I, I called, and I, I really wanted to apply. It was after talking to John Sproles, and, um, and uh, I wasn't 21 yet, so I couldn't. And... Then uh, we started this podcast, and I got busy. <laughs> <laughs> it's taken away all of your free time. But I really, I really do think it's a great thing. I think, I think, uh, it, it's something that we that is very commendable about our county. Well, you should you should come and uh, see how that whole program works sometime. Right along, it, it is a good program. I'm proud of it, and the. We just got one of our guys got hired by Plainfield Police Department, another one by Columbus Police Department, and then we hired one. We hired one of the interns this year for one of the open spots we had, so it's fun. I know my recruiter uh, went through the reserve, and I believe he's on full-time now. Uh, Rob. Rob Moore. Yes. <laughs> there he is. He's our superstar. He's on my shift. and He I'll ain't tell you no what superstar. I, he is. He is. He, no. That guy gets more rest and more stops and, and uh, more drugs off the road. He doesn't piddle around with traffic too much. 
But the amount of drugs that one officer takes off the road, it's amazing. I don't know how he does it. Would he pull somebody over for going 63 and a 60? (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) I I feel bad for all of these tourists, Landon, that are going from from Oregon to Washington, D.C., and they happen to pass through Henry County. Wait, and why and they we, fill up no. our jail over here. Well, they, they just need to hide their heroin and their 10 pounds of marijuana. And <laughs> <laughs> they need to hide that stuff better, I guess. <laughs> so why, if you were trafficking drugs, why would you go above the speed limit? And you know, why would you, why would you not check to make sure your taillight is out? I have a theory that when you're taking drugs across the country, you probably start in Texas or California. And by the time you get here, you're so nervous and you just want it to be done <laughs> that you're just going really, really fast and then you meet Rob more. <laughs> Deputy Rob. <laughs> See, that was my logic as I was Why my my as I was going by the state cop, I was like, Man, if I'm going sixty three, obviously he's gonna know that nothing's I'm not doing anything criminally. Councilman, wrong. would you like one? <sighs> we have one. <laughs> we got, we got white Russians, we've got uh, Miller High Life. Come on come on in. You got to open it up on camera. Guys, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I am really feeling it right now. <laughs> but I only have two glasses left. Like, I'm so you close. Finish it. So what's the you reward if he does it. that? I don't know why Nothing. he's doing this. <laughs> There's I really no don't reward. know how this happened, how this came about. A big guy <laughs> told you so. It, it was a bet from our landlord. <laughs> you can't lose to your landlord. I think I'm going to lose. Just, <laughs> You're only two glasses of milk away, buddy. I know, but I am so full. Man up, Chase. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Chase. Oh, wow. All right. So so I picked a little bit of a fight on the internet. A, surprise, I can't surprise. Imagine. I know. So th- this happens. And That's th- why th- I didn't a, vote for you. Yeah, I know. That and you lived in uh, Mr. Malakot's <laughs> district. You didn't so, even vote for him. <laughs> <laughs> he had it in the bag. <laughs> so I, I saw that Moreland ha- posted an arrest record okay. of uh, of a fellow who would had some marijuana and some vape pens on him uh-huh and it was you know hey here's this this haul we had other than and he had a weapon he had a gun and i think he had a vest right a bulletproof, uh, vest? A bulletproof vest or some sort of body armor okay i think it was like they said it was like class a2 so it wasn't an a3 where uh, did he get it do we know uh, it wasn't in the media release. So okay. they, they put yeah. out a press release, okay. the Moreland Town Council did. Mm-hmm. So I shared it, and I said, if this happened 250 miles north of here, what crime was committed? Right? Because you're, you have the right to a weapon, to a gun, a, a, a vest I don't think is illegal to, to have to, mm-hmm. for personal protection. Anybody can buy a vest. And then but- you have the... You and, and it's a legal product, right? Marijuana is legal in in Michigan now. So is I, it? I didn't know it was yeah. legal in Michigan. Recreational marijuana is legal in Michigan okay. now. This, this started this year. So I'm at the point where I want to have a conversation as to why we're putting guys like you in a spot where you have to create conflict or violence over something that you know eight states it's legal, nine states it's legal, and it's trending that direction. You know, I yeah, heroin's one thing, and you know, mm. but a plant that's okay in 20% of the, the country. Why, 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 why are we, we, why are we putting you at the end of a gun and putting you in harm's way to enforce this? Well, wow. even the officers, I mean, it's putting you in harm's way whenever, I mean, you pull, they pull that guy over. He had an AR 15, uh, modified. It was, it was a modified AR 15. So it was a pistol AR, but it still was a, uh, they found it, it was loaded with five fifty six. So, I mean, and he's got body armor and, so the police officer that pulled him over is in danger. 
the man who got pulled over is in danger. Like, I don't I think it's a comment a point, on the, right? the. I don't. I haven't seen the report. I don't. Didn't see the the press right. release I mean, either. I but, guess not specifically this case. Just, but did he have a permit for to carry it, or you don't have to have a permit in Michigan? Uh, no, this is in in Moreland. I know so he had I, he had a concealed but, carry permit. Okay, or in theory, he so had, he yeah, didn't he get arrested for anything about a gun. Okay, right, all right. But so. what I what I'm saying is, I guess is I I want to have I that that type of it might be criminal now, mm-hmm. but I think that's the kind of incident that I want to use to have a conversation to say, hey, why do we want to expect our law enforcement people to be put in this position? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a three years from now, five years from now, is this the law that we want to have? Well, I'm, I'm troubled over the marijuana thing, and I didn't know we were going to talk about that because um, we. you know what somebody does is their own business, but when they they do it and then they think it's okay to drive, and that's the only thing that troubles me about this is people think, oh, you can, you can, you can smoke a joint and get in a car and, and take off, and you really can't because it does, it does um, impair you. Right. And it, you know, I think the states that have legalized it have seen increases in, in, in personal injury accidents on the highway and stuff, so you know, it's it's just hard for me for the safety part to say, oh yes, they should legalize it. I understand for the money and and it is a plant, and there you know there are people that smoke marijuana every day and do it smartly and don't get in trouble. But most or a lot of people aren't like that, you know. Right, but we have heck, we we have guys that drink beer or people that smoke cigarettes. We do a lot of things that aren't healthy or good for mm-hmm. you, but it's not. That's criminal. very easy to measure, and and, and especially for law enforcement, you know that there's. There's the statutes even says about the level that you're allowed to have, right. and and the police test you for impairment. And I guess I guess it's the unknown because maybe someday they could have if they legalize it, they'll have a way to test how much is in your system. Right. And, and 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 that's kind of the problem with marijuana is how long it stays in your system. Thirty days. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know you just don't know. So I I just read an article. This was actually I didn't just read it. It was a few months ago, but some some. Uh, scientists were working on developing a method of they were like paper strips that mm. could test your saliva and it, it could test uh how recently you had smoked marijuana that had thc in it so that that's one thing that they were and i actually i ironically uh, it was actually in colorado i believe that they were developing this so it's they like it. <laughs> it's like that is the that that's your perfect circumstance. If we can get something to where we can accurately measure when a person has smoked marijuana, whether or not they were they are under the influence, then I, I then I don't think that there's there's anything to hold back. You know, it's like there's well, right I, I don't, right now it's super dangerous because I, I believe it's still the fact that if you have THC in your bloodstream and operate a car, that alone is against the law. Right. So if you're in a serious bodily accident or injury or, or a fatality, you have to take a blood test. That's just Indian law. So you could not even be at a fault. You could be have no impairment whatsoever, and then that THC pops up. And, you're, and now it's criminal activity. Yeah, it doesn't really – it's not a criminal thing that caused the accident because it's absent of any impairment, but, but you still could be in trouble for that. So those things – that scares me a little bit. Um, right, because you could have smoked weed 28 days ago. So the, so the law needs to catch up with – where things have gone or what public policy has become the technology and, too and i just yeah. always i just always been anti-weed i just because of, of what i've seen it do and there's no way to measure it and you know i teach dare up at shenandoah sure. to the fifth graders and i tell them you know try to get them not to try it and try to tell them all the things so right. it's, it's hard for me to sit and say oh i think that's a good thing i don't i'm just the jury's still out in my mind in other words so. right. <laughs> yeah. no it's it's the i'm 
I'm looking at it in, as a pragmatic person, right? I've never, you know, I rebelled. I, I didn't smoke because, you know, my parents did when they were in high, high school or whatever, right? So I didn't. Um, <laughs> I was I was straight Jeremiah's laced. rebellion was staying yeah, sober. That's right. <laughs> uh, but it, it's a one that, you know, we spend so much money chasing after this stuff. And two, we, we put guys like you that are, def, you know, protecting us and, <laughs> at risk and creating violence. And I, I want... You know, if there's if somebody's committing force or fraud or violence, that's that's one place where yeah, it, it makes sense for you to have to have conflict. Well, it, where I've lightened up and it's made it a little safer because most people fight and get crazy when they find out they're going to jail. So right. with the marijuana arrest now, it's suggested and and it's okay to write a ticket for the marijuana, and, and that helps reduce that problem. But it's still an arrest; it's still a misdemeanor, and it still goes on your record, and they still have to go to court. And, yeah, and yeah. Uh, so. So, so uh, we have some people who are coming into the chat right now. Um, Chris, uh, uh, yes, hello. I saw that. <laughs> what was the okay? I'm you lost. saw the question. Yes. What's, yes. what's the question? Did the county decide to pass the budget? And what I'm hearing is five to one. They passed on the contingent that Newcastle pays its fair share, like we discussed. But it's five to one, and we had one no vote. So uh, their fair share is fifty percent, right? So is there? And that's a, what I'm hearing. Is there an update from any sort, any city councilman from Newcastle that wants to do a live I- interview to explain oh. explain his side of the story? We have an open seat right here. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you could take my seat right now. I would not. Hate it. <laughs> you can slide in there, and I will adjust your your mic on the fly. No, he's shaking it off. I. I think we're trying to tap in uh, the relief pitcher, and he says the starter's right. got to stay. Yeah, maybe after Landon's interview. All right. Perhaps. But yes, Perhaps. five to one. So one I say I'm against marijuana, now you're kicking me out, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's how libertarians work, Landon. That's how libertarians work. Well, we I usually guess smoke a... with our guests, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll pass. So, yeah. so uh, I, it, was, it was in the news this week that Governor Holcomb uh, smoked in college. And it ruined his life. He got elected governor. So I don't know. He said it ruined his life. Uh, he got elected governor. So he's, I mean, it's just, a, it's just, a, it's a tailspin, man. It, it was, it was funny because I, I watched that interview and it was, it was, an, it was like a newspaper interview. It wasn't really a televised thing, but uh, it is on video. And the reporter says, did you smoke marijuana in college? Or did, have you ever smoked marijuana? And he goes, yes. And he goes, when did you smoke it? And he's like, in college. And and he's like, so would you support or be open to any kind of legalization? He's like, no. <laughs> and you're like, huh? Do as I say, not as I do. Not all Republicans are as brave as Jim Lucas, who will say, "Yeah, I took a tourist trip to uh, to California or to well, Colorado and, and, and did everything I could. could." And then Jim Lucas, he's the one that posted the video I saw, and he, and he's like, uh, "Dear dear Governor Holcomb," and he tags him in it, and he's like. <laughs> He's like, I went to Colorado to see how dangerous marijuana was, and I smoked as much as I possibly could. <laughs> and he's like, and I got a great night's sleep and woke up without a hangover. And he said, and he's like, he's like, Governor, you just say the word, and I will arrange the trip, and we can go anytime. <laughs> and, th- and then you're like, and then you're like, uh, that is, uh, that's what Tom was talking about whenever he said that. Uh, the Speaker of the House, uh, Brian Bosma, and the Governor meet with the Republican legislature and say, "Nothing crazy this year, guys." 
I, I think that uh, I think that those messages are directed at Jim Lucas inviting the governor to go smoke weed with him in in Colorado. <laughs> All right, so we've we've drifted off track. Uh, <laughs> Always do. It's the welcome to the tradition of the Boss Hog Liberty podcast. Uh, we'll wrap things up with uh, with Landon. Uh, you're you're on the road, so you're you're a road uh, deputy, or but you ha- you have some interaction with the jail, and that's been something yeah. that has been discussed over the past few years and it looks like at some point at some level we're going to have something happen with our facility over here well first of all i'm just uh a road deputy and you're just I take a guy. people there you know i don't i haven't been on any committees you're, sheriff mccorkle and all the councilmen they've all worked I really checked, hard and, i checked the official roster you are slated uh after jay to be sheriff so you should be sheriff in 2028 2028 or 2032 <laughs> yes uh no i'll be in florida <laughs> At least that one's a paid position. Yeah, that's right. But I, so I, I don't want to slight what they've studied because I've not been involved in that. But yeah, we, I just, we need a new jail or, or that one's in terrible shape. And I, I don't know why it's in terrible shape, but I don't think it was built very well in the first place. And it was the wrong design and it was behind times when it was built. So those folks have been working really hard studying everything. But the, the thing's the money. What? Breaking on the chase news, he's pouring the milk he's back, into back the in the gallon. gallon. I'm, I'm tapping out, boys. I just want to see how many ounces I drank. I'm really, I'm really full. Do you need an ambulance yet? I'm getting there. We have a cop that can if, run. If I pass and out and need mouth, mouth to mouth, I want Dakota to do it. I've known him the longest. He's seen me in the shower with a bunch of men before, so he knows what I'm about. I think he's drunk on milk. I really do. I do. I think that's what's happened. All right. So they, they need a new jail. Do you have uh, Do you have any thoughts on where it should be? There's a regional jail talk where it might not be downtown. Do you think that you have to have a jail downtown? I don't think it has to be downtown. We need one. And again, I hate to slight what they've done. And I'm not the spokesperson for the sheriff's department. But, you know, a few years ago, then Sheriff Baker proposed to turn our youth center into a jail at a fraction of the cost. And and I don't know why they never did that, but again, that's just my personal opinion. There's probably a hundred reasons why they didn't, but that would have been an ideal location, I thought. And I, if you spend five instead of fifty-five, you know, yeah. I think you'd be better off. But I don't know. Well, I've been saying the shell building for forever. <laughs> I think that would make a great jail with a, a for a, a pod and be free, system. right? Yeah, and we already we've already practically own it. No, we don't actually, but practically. <laughs> uh oh. All right. There he goes. <laughs> I was going to have to get the camera out. All right. I think we're at the point where we're going to start to do final thoughts. Uh, Mr. Guffey, you've got, uh, you've got something coming up this weekend, do you not? Yeah, there's a hockey game uh, Saturday. <laughs> I think the drop puck time is 7.30. You do anything early Saturday afternoon? I got to work in the morning. In between? Uh, yeah, there's a... Uh, is it the 6th District Libertarian Convention? Are you maybe going to apply for a new job? Oh, whoa, whoa, what? Maybe? Is there a rumor? There's rumors. There's always been rumors. Do you want to confirm any rumors? I, um, I can neither confirm nor deny. We'll have to wait until Saturday. Daryl Radford will be at the District 6 Libertarian Area Convention. Of and the he, he will times. be covering anything. We've, so it, we've unless, brought the media? Unless some kind of news comes out now, then the courier's going to get it before the oh, boss. Oh, yeah, does. we can't let that happen. In breaking news, Chris Guffey will be running for city councilman Ward 3 Ooh. against Jerry Walden. No, wow. no, well, we don't know yet. 
Uh, so That's the way true. I wow. <laughs> Hold up. Are you sure you live in Ward 3? <laughs> no, I don't know where I live. Uh, you can be borderline homeless, and it works out. I've heard some council members just kind of, they, they, they're adrift for almost a year between homes. <laughs> Hold on. Actually, I'm going to run in Ward 4, and I'm just going uh, to put a few shirts in somebody's house and stay a few nights. So, so here's how the here's how the process works, Chris. You uh, you have come forward and said that you want to put your name in the hat to try to run for city council. That is correct. And and being libertarians, we don't have a primary, so we don't do our our candidate selection in a May primary like the Republicans or or Democrats typically do. Not doing it this year, but <laughs> but the way but the way that we you guys work, could show up. Right. The way the way that we work is we have a private convention, uh, and for the past four years, I think we've we've held it at Montgomery Steakhouse, and the the members come together. Uh, we we put we bring forward the candidates that have put their name in the hat, and then the membership votes on that. So Saturday is when the membership for the Libertarian Party of Henry County will be voting on whether or not Chris. Uh, secures his nomination to run for city council so that that's why it's a very very important clarification yep. as of right now i'm putting my name in the hat but i'm not you're, running yes okay you're, you're yeah. seeking the nomination i am seeking the nomination for the libertarian party all right landon do you want to make any announcements for things you might be running for you anything else we left out <laughs> what else not for a while all right a few years uh, did we miss anything tonight? How, do you, if people want to volunteer with the park or the reserves, how do they get involved? And this is your chance to plug. Okay, the reserves, we need help. And uh, the applications can be picked up at the sheriff's office, and they'll be reviewed, and we'll do a process. We need all kinds of volunteers at the park, um, and we can talk, contact the uh, superintendent to find out. They've they got some clean cleanup days started, so we need help there too. So Very good. Thank you for joining us, Lena. This has been Thanks fun. for having me. I want to come back. All right. We didn't scare you off too much. No. All right. Chase Payton <laughs> is he's back on the milk train. Uh, don't don't drop that milk. I'm going to take a picture here live on the air, Chase. He's making the final push, boys. Oh, my God. Well, that he's is, making the final push real quick. That is I, disgusting. I, I do also want to say that during the council <laughs> meeting, Boar's Head wants to expand again. Really? Yes. For the third time. For the third time. Oh, my gosh. They want to bring another plant, which they cannot say for some merchandising or marketing reason. Bruce. What it's going to be. Bruce. Adam. Bruce. But Bruce. 59. You seen that? 58 or 59 more jobs at an average of $17 an hour. And they're seeking a six-year, 100% tax abatement. So we'll see what happens. Well, I'll say this about Boar's Head. Uh, during my time as an industrial electrician, as an inside wireman, the, uh, building that job, I, I was employed there for a year working on that construction project. That was the best job I ever had. They, they were the, uh, the people that were building there uh, and uh, the property managers, great people. Matt Pierce says that 112 South Main Street is the place to pick up your reserve applications for the Sheriff's Department. Thank you, Matt. He's always correcting me. There you go. Man. He always makes my car run funny. Whenever (laughs) whenever he's in my car, it won't shift gears or anything. Sugar in the gas tank. Something. I don't know what he's doing. How uh, are are you learning how to drive that new marked car? I saw you had some trouble in one of the snowstorms. I felt bad. I I felt really bad. I was was home warm in bed, Mm -hmm. 
and I kept looking at my phone, and you were trying to, f- you couldn't even figure out where you were. It was, I was so bad. buried. Yeah, I was ready just to start walking. <laughs> <laughs> your your post helped me learn that uh, those cruisers are all wheel drive, though. It is. It's pretty but, cool. But when you're about four foot off the pavement on doesn't snow, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Wheels got to be touching something. That's, yes, that's right. And then the snow plow they came to pull me out. They got stuck. So <laughs> It's a real great night. Yes, it was bad. <laughs> All right. Chase, uh, buddy, you got you are 95% of the way through a gallon of milk. I'm so full. I need to think of another motivational quote. <laughs> he helped me out for a second. Um, he he called me the p word Um, so cody parkey's gone yeah i have a couple of final but your your kicker the guy you wanted he's been re-signed by the the niners you're being the cody parkey of the gallon drinking world right now though you really had all of our hopes up and then you're just gonna shoot it off to the it's a double doink over there if i if i got paid nine million to to drink this i would okay (laughs) Um, yeah, Robbie Gold was franchise tagged by the 49ers again, which is sad. So, but I'm happy for him. He gets a buttload of money for one year and then he can sign with us next year. So (laughs) good for him. That's all you got. Uh, no other final thoughts is I'm very excited because I saw a picture of, um, a picture of the date, uh, Game of Thrones is going to start again. Ah, yes. April 14th. April 14th. Yeah. Jared, have you seen Game of Thrones yet? I, I saw one scene. Okay. Uh, it was shameful. Real quick, do any of Shame. you... <laughs> can I come over and watch any of your guys' house? Because I, I don't have cable, so can I come to one of your houses and watch it? Yeah, you're I don't either. I have to Listen, man, I have HBO. I have HBO now. I'll let you have the password. Whoa. Oh, can I get the password? Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Uh, only one person can use it at a, at a time, though, so we're going to have to work something out. I've been re- re-watching Game of Thrones. If you want to watch um, every episode before it starts, you have to watch at least one and a half episodes a night to get completely caught up, like a little over one and a half, so you need to get started. I, I own all of the seasons on Vudu, so I'll let you have my password, and you can... Also watch every single episode. The Moral okay. Brothers. Uh, I I supply a Netflix login for the family, to me. and Guffy also is a he's a fourth moral that nobody asked for, and uh, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and I have uh, I, I I borrow my brother's uh, HBO Go, uh, and I watch it for Veep. I really enjoy Veep on there. That's my probably my favorite uh, my favorite oh my HBO gosh. series right now. <laughs> Your whole we can't. Life. We've got to stretch this show until you finish this gallon of milk, or else the rent's going to go up. Hody thinks you finished the gallon of milk. Hody doesn't know that you're. Oh, Hody, I'm so sorry to break this to you. Uh, Hody, man, I'm at like, <laughs> I'm at ninety six percent. I'm struggling. <laughs> I, you know what's the worst thing, is if you hit if you hit the railroad tracks east of town on thirty eight, <laughs> <laughs> and it just you have the. I might the have projectile. to sleep here tonight, to be honest. I don't know. Well, uh, above the bathroom is quick. What ward is this? You. Quick. What <laughs> ward is this? We can run him. <laughs> um, you might have to call the detailing guy. Get your car Brandon, detailed. Brandon Louder. Brandon Louder. Louder yeah. detailing. All right, All right, Dakota, what do you got? <laughs> My final thoughts are want to plug the, uh, libertarian party district six area convention. Again, I uh, sent out another email to all the, 
current and previous members of the Libertarian Party in Henry County, Rush County, Wayne County, and Delaware County. Um, you all should have gotten an email from me just as a, a reminder that everyone that comes to attend the convention ne- needs to purchase a, a <laughs> ticket uh, because your ticket purchases are what pay for the use of the space and also the catering from Montgomery Steakhouse. So, um, Oh, boy. but uh also Uh, my other final thought is uh we shared the the survey that we put out last year uh it's been six months so uh if you took it six months ago then you can take it again this is worse than the peppers (laughs) (laughs) no way oh yeah it's because you drank whole milk yeah if you drink one percent if i would have drank one percent i would be done uh (laughs) <laughs> what a quitter I, I bet almond breeze wouldn't well, have this we gotta keep this you. going guys i need like five more minutes all right okay. all right we'll get you there I, i'm trying you keep interrupting <laughs> me though <laughs> but if, if we if have the, the city councilman hiding out in the back would give us an update on the meeting tonight maybe we could stretch it a little bit we've determined that if chase if you stay here and you put you know just leave your toboggan here and your jacket here you'll be in uh mark coger's district and we need somebody to run against him so we got this. Or you'd be at large. Or we can run Ooh, you against the right. mayor. Because I, w- I was going to run against I was going to run against Mark Coger. Axel, hey, Chase. But then if, I moved. Yeah. Hey, if you run for mayor, you can put that Axel Rose statue wherever you want. Ooh. <laughs> right in the middle like of 14th great Street. idea. <laughs> right Hunter in the middle of 1400 Plaza. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I need a couple more minutes. Keep going. Keep going. Keep keep right. making some Chase, ideas. Are we so uh, are the, we going to hang out Friday night at the Newcastle sectional? I don't know, man. I promised my girlfriend it'd be date night. What is, Take what her to could the be sectional? a better night than than hanging out with ten thousand in Newcastle? His bottom the biggest lip, night of the year. His bottom lip just trembled. There's a little quivering. <laughs> I've been sh- I've been shivering this whole time. This whole episode. <laughs> Your father's texting you, Dakota. Apparently, your your family doesn't respect the fact that you're on the air. No, I guess not. What? Uh, he's trying it again. You're there. You're there, buddy. You want Dakota to rub your belly? Just a little. <laughs> you want cert counterclockwise or clockwise? What helps? My my dad sent me a YouTube video for Chase to watch. <laughs> <laughs> We're. Uh, he's almost got it. He is. He is. Landon, where does ninety-seven point five percent? Like, where does this rank as far as seeing dumb people do dumb things? Oh, it's good. I've never seen this live. So, so I mean, not since college. I, I assume, as a police oh officer, God. you guys have canonized super troopers. Like, you know, you've got to watch that movie and, and about fifty times get excited. Yeah. yeah. And well, this is like watching them drink all the maple syrup. No, don't touch him. <laughs> don't touch him. <laughs> well, oh, this is where they pass out. Oh God! <laughs> Look at him! <laughs> Woo! He did it! He's, He's gone! He's gone. <laughs> now the rim won't go up. He's oh, gonna God. throw up. You can't. That doesn't count. It doesn't count if. Oh, I heard him. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I hope that wasn't. I hope you couldn't hear that in the microphones. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> just, it's very bad because we. Councilman, go ahead, sir. We don't. That have, mic is open. Look at this. Breaking news. I- ignore Newcastle. all of the sticky dairy products that are over there. <laughs> Breaking news. City Councilman Aaron Dickon joins us here on 102, the Ball Talk of Liberty. 
not 1025 up the street, but episode 102. <laughs> I'm just saying 102.5. Right. We've been we're surrounded by Democrats and former Democrats, Dakota. Okay, well, Landon is an independent, but I guess technically. Oh! <laughs> I heard a horrible noise. It sounds violent. Chase is a screamer. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> hey, keep it going. Is we'll hear from the other room. Oh, this is. I'll give my seat back up. This is rock bottom. All right, real quickly. Uh, you should not. I haven't been here in a while. Uh, yeah, oh, come hang out with us once in a while, buddy. You've been running shit. around with Pete Buttigieg. I have not been running around. With him. <clears throat> I Buttigieg, saw right? Buttigieg, yeah. Yeah, I was right that very first episode Buttigieg. we talked about him. Yep. In case anybody was wondering. Mayor Pete. You know, went and saw him uh, speak, what was that, Sunday at IUPUI? I mean, if you haven't, and I know that you know, I'm the word impressed. Democrat turns a lot of people off, doesn't obviously. turn me off. I heard he's him on, really intelligent. He was on the Pete the Planner podcast. See, I tried to look for that because I didn't know if you were like messing with him. No, either. he really was. Okay. Have you I just saw that CNN's going to do a town hall with him, which I feel like is huge. Yeah. But he doesn't have a name you can pronounce very easily. <laughs> and he's from Indiana. So two, two yeah, strikes against him. Those are the only him, two but, things against him. I mean, he's talked yeah, a lot the, about his successful from failure. Those are the only two things that would keep <laughs> people from Anybody. voting for him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm sure that's it. Yep. <laughs> 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 Look at our champion. Why go. is there bl- milk splatter on your glasses, man? <laughs> I'm impressed with how quickly you came back, honestly. Here, you can have your seat back. Many years of drinking. You learned how to Really back. quickly, two, two things. Congratulations, yeah. you're a homeowner again. You're no longer yeah. homeless. Yeah, we're, there we're was excited. The big things on the, on the internet. Uh, you've, uh, you found a new home somewhere in, the, in your district, I assume. Yes, yep. And that was completely intentional and... Uh, you know, we want to do it right, and my wife was behind that too. Very. Good. I don't think I'm going to be on the city council forever. So I mean, I saw it's a Mayor pretty weighty decision, decision. I saw I saw your wife and and your your son yeah, in Walmart. Yeah, so it, it, o- over the week, I've it been was, too busy to type all this out. Yes. So it, I'm the type, and my wife will tell you this. I'm the type that will walk across the store to say hi to my uh, YMCA third grade T-ball coach. Right. Uh, I don't think you play T-ball in third grade, probably, Chase, sportscaster. That's probably past. Yeah, you're out, you're out of this. So, uh, <laughs> um, and, and, and so, you know, she is an introvert, and it's really hard for her. But the one thing she said was, I didn't think that Jeremiah was going to say hi to me. And she, I said, you of all people are upset about that. So yeah, no, she said, yeah, so, you so I was, you I, helped. I, so here's the way this went down. I was in frantic mode. It was Tuesday night and I had, I've, I've been, the internet knows I've been a single puppy dad all week with my wife out of town. Oof. And as it turned out, we had a junior leader meeting scheduled at my house. It was movie night for the junior leaders. Oh, they were coming nice. over at six 30. So you I, had to find the menu. I work in Muncie. Yep. So I get home at five 30. I got home and realized I'm having anywhere between one and 20 kids at the house and I have no snacks. Ramen and water. So I'm like, well, we need to go to the snack aisle at Walmart right now. So I'm desperately trying to like, oh, what do kids like? You know, soda and popcorn and, you know, all of, all of the How things. How old are that, these kids? They're, like, they're all teenagers, middle schoolers. But it's all kids. of, it's the Fruit stuff snacks. that I've thrown away as, as we went to the, kids, though. to the South yeah. Beach diet thing or you whatever. I, I have no sugar. I've got nothing fun in the house. So I'm desperately searching on a mission with like three seconds to spare. And I see this redheaded child. <laughs> you can't say redheaded stepchild. It's no, I don't think he's a stepchild. Uh, this redheaded kid is climbing 
Yeah, we don't, listen. He, I don't want to be liable for anything that's he's publicly climbing out here. The shelves in the Walmart chip aisle, and I didn't realize who it was. And I look up, and Until I can he see fell him, and you can see his face. So <laughs> I can see him reaching to the very back, trying to get this bag of pretzels that obviously his father demands only that brand. Obviously, and I, I'm like, I, I literally, I'm just like, do you need help? I didn't realize that it was the Dickon clan. I'm just see oh, this, well, this, see, that makes this child desperately trying to make his father happy by right. to get pretzels. He's not now, a child. He's a young man. He's a teenager. He's 13 yes. in January. Not and, very tall uh, yet. But, you know, that was a good game plan because he has surpassed his mother. So, I mean, <laughs> of the two, he was the taller one. So, yes. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I, was, I wasn't trying to ignore so them either. You. But that was the story. And I'm like, oh. I know who they are now. They came to my house back in October looking for candy. That's right. Yeah. That's right. We did. So that was fun. Anyway, I, I, I bet they got that. a flyer for your campaign, didn't so, they? So, uh, button for my collection, actually. Beautiful. So you you went to the county council meeting tonight, correct? As the ambassador from the Republic of Newcastle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Democratic did, People's Republic of Newcastle. <laughs> have you agreed to pay your fair share? To, to, to get into this club that you're trying to drag the county along to? What's going on? So this was, I mean, a big discussion. And, you know, I tried to reiterate a couple times there that, you know, the reason this was reconsidered tonight is because myself and Councilman Walden uh, had, con- and I think a lot of other city council members, had conversations with the county council and asked, you know, why they voted the way they did, which is, I think, the way it should work. Um, and not just elected officials asking other elected officials like anybody, any constituent should be asking their elected officials why they vote the way they do. Um, and just ask them if they would reconsider. Uh, you know, there are, a, I think, a couple of uh, concerns on the city side, but we know that the county is not in the greatest fiscal condition right now. Um, and I think at the same time, see the value in this planning commission and not just for grants. Like I know that that's the number one thing that's taken out there is, well, if we join this, we can apply for grants. Yes, that's true. And I think that that can be beneficial if we do it, but it's the other stuff too, like, uh, the collaboration. Um, you know, tonight I talked about, uh, lobbying efforts and there being strength in numbers. Um, I mean, there's a lot of, it, it punches a lot of boxes for me in matching up with, you know, our county and our city's plan and what we need to do to progress ourselves forward. All right. So you, it went, uh, you, you had, a, there were a couple of votes taken tonight, as I understand it. And yeah, ultimately think, there was one that allowed, there's, there's one path forward for this project now. Yeah. After, after tonight's meeting. Yeah. So what will happen is I think, uh, in through this discussion, cause I've kind of gone back and forth between my cohorts on the city council and the county council. And one of the concerns that's come up and I, you know, brought up tonight was that uh, we've got to have more direct communication. You know, we impact each other too heavily to not ha- speak very clearly and efficiently with one another. So I think that we're going to look at, you know, appointing unofficially one person on each council to kind of, you know, build some, that bridge. A some little sort bit. of a non-voting member. Right. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I must have missed something there. I will say this. Councilman Dixon, If Kim Cronk will just appoint a county council person to the, to the city council, <laughs> or if Ed Tarantino it, it, it's wants to. It's not like to, that. that it, would, it's, it's to get. It would, I think they have the authority. It's I've, to open up that. those lines of communication. Uh <laughs> To where we can help each other out in a situation like this. So, I, I will say, uh, one of my official barbers is on the uh, county council. So, if uh, mine too, no oh, city council. Sorry, uh, I got confused. You have a my barber's on the city council. Who? 
Oh, well, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> right, Landon? Right? Dollar Shave Club. Wow. We're all. Wow. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what hairs he's having trimmed at the barbershop, <laughs> but Ooh. it sounds expensive. I, I was just, I was really appreciative. You know, I think leadership's hard because it's messy. Uh, I, I do have a question, though. Uh, <clears throat> the final vote what, for Newcastle to pay their fair share. That's going to be the discussion um, Monday night at the city council. But we thought, uh, uh, but we uh, we heard earlier that the final vote was five to one if Newcastle pays. Right. Yeah. It, it's all. It's all. Who, who was the one that said no? Regardless, you know, I know this is probably going to come as a shock, but I couldn't hear very well, um, so I didn't exactly hear the <laughs> Did official you speak cast up and vote. Say yell so the that I, I, I didn't, I don't want to necessarily say. what I, I don't even think I told Chris the correct vote can, count at first. Can you tell me? You and then I'll break it. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I've got, I've got a, I've got a county councilman on the line. Oh, gotcha. Hold on, I gotta wait. He's sometimes he's slow. <laughs> Well, while you're while we're waiting, I just want I just want to express, and I tried to ex- I stayed after the meeting because I wanted to express my appreciation on behalf of the city council for their reconsideration because I know it's not ideal, um, and I know that you know once you get burned, it's you're sensitive to that and a little hesitant. Uh, but I think with the appointees that the county has and the city has, I think this is going to be a really good thing. Excellent. Well, thank you for joining us. Hey, I, I honestly just wanted to come by and, and yeah. hang out. So thanks for inviting me again. It's fun. Thanks we, for giving we me your seat. To celebrate. Do you Chase. want to help us finish a Miller High Life? These are these are a gift from from the guy in your office. I know, I know. Well, that's Mr. why I was uh, I was Mr. trying Tom to Falls. do some recon earlier yeah. this week, and I think I successfully did that under you, the radar. It worked out. Yes, <laughs> it did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. What a club you've created, Chase. But <laughs> I can't what, believe he's got followers. La, da, 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 da. It's the motherfucking D-O-G Snoop Dogg Now I have to put Chase At least you saved uh, money in this time So no four year olds are asking their mothers what it means Guys like I did last it week. Congratulations we're very uh, proud of you I just want to say I told you so You also threw up three times <laughs> I did. And we had to extend I'm, the show. I'll also be honest. Uh, I think I also pooped myself a little bit. So <laughs> if, if we're being completely honest, there was some pressure on the back end that just came oh out. Oh, my. Landon, you really want to come back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything final, final from you? Nope. I'm good. All right. Next week, I think we're going to have a host show. Uh, I'm working on a call-in from a uh, a recording artist who's got a little agenda. A former Indiana resident, a guy named Jordan Page, been talking to his wife. They've got a little a little project they're working on and uh, looking for some promotion opportunities. So I think next week it'll be a host only show, uh, but we'll have a uh, a phone call from uh, from Jordan Page. You uh, if you Google him, look him up. He's on Itari Heart Radio, all kinds of stuff. A lot of uh, Liberty type songs, real big uh, in the Ron Paul campaign. So he's kind of the when he was running for president, he was uh, the themes, theme song guy for that. So um, we don't do a lot of remote telephone calls, but for, for him, we'll make an exception. Be the first one with a producer. It'll, yes, it's going to be a big test for, uh, for, for Guffy over there. We'll find out. <laughs> all right, that's enough of this. We're going to get a group picture. We'll see you all at episode 103 next week. 
Thank you for listening to the Boss Hog of Liberty, which is part of the We Are Libertarians network. I am Chris Spangle, and I am the founder of this network, and I invite you to listen to all of our shows, which you can find at wearelibertarians.com or by searching for these in your podcatcher. The flagship show is the We Are Libertarians podcast, where we apply libertarian principles to current events. The Brian Nichols Show is a conversation amongst Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, as they talk about what is happening in the news. And we have many other podcasts like The Chris Spangle Show, Upward, The Cost, Raw Audio Politics, Miranda's World, and Tad Talk, which is quite a ride. So check all of these out. Go to WeAreLibertarians.com and you can check out all of our great podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at WeAreLibertarians.com.